welcome to the tonight's episode of Tory 37. Tonight we're going to talk about trials, tribulations, and just generally being Tory. And while I say that, I talk about the differences in my life that have, you know, happened. When I started this three years ago, almost three years ago, I did it because I was using it as almost like a social experiment. I didn't really think that it would catch on like it has where it does make a difference in people's lives. People do listen to me for advice, even if I don't always have the answers. And I can honestly say I don't always have the right answers, but I try to be there for the people that I care about the most. And if you've come this far on my journey, I thank you. And if you're new listening to me for the first time, or, you know, just repeat listener, um, also thank you for joining us. like I said, the point of me doing Toy 37 and creating it was during the pandemic, which started, oh my gosh, like two years ago, almost two years ago, um, I needed an extension of myself to be close to my friends, to be close to my family, even though, you know, we were all, you know, pretty much locked away. Before COVID was a deep thing, you know, I was thinking about, you know, wanting to change things, wanting to change lives and Throughout the time that I've done this, I think I've pretty much changed a lot about not just you know, lives in general, but my own. I've become a published author during that time. I've written articles. I've received awards. <laughs> I've been recognized by my workplace. Um, it's just, it's a lot. And I've changed careers several times during that time. And, you know, I finally feel like I understand my place in this world. Now, that's not to say that everything that happens is, you know, forever. Nothing in life is truly forever unless you can create that, that life, the life that you want. Now, I know in the past I've talked about manifestation, and maybe not everybody agrees with that, and that's okay. But I truly believe that the life that I do lead now was because I put into the universe and also worked hella hard to get to where I am. And while that's not easy, and it's never been easy, and it's never going to be easy, I try to strive to be the best version of myself daily, even when I make my mistakes. And, you know, I have to take the fall for those things. I have to acknowledge that, you know, in life there are mistakes. You have to, you know, redirect yourself and correct yourself so that, you know, you can can find the direction, the direction that you need to be. And when those moments in life where it does finally click altogether, and it makes sense, and it's no longer a struggle for you, you know, damn it, you've done it. And recently, I mean, going from food to medical has probably been the biggest transition I've made in my life. And that was hard for me. Going into a building with people that I wasn't really sure would like me. And the fact that they've basically, you know, involved me in, like, taking me in and you know, been, you know, the best people I could surround myself with and taught me so much that I know that well past this will stick with me forever and just generally being my friends. That was important to me, especially leaving somewhere that I had such comfort and I was afraid. It's like when you graduate from uh, grade school and you go to junior high and even going to high school, every time you're meeting new people, you're acknowledging that not every circumstance is going to stay the same. And it's important that along the journey that we meet people that you can connect with. 
and while not leaving people behind in my whole job and you know in my life I've learned that you can combine the two and the people that matter the most will always be the people that are there for you and those who aren't unfortunately sometimes you have to leave them in the past and you know when relationship dynamics change between people and you have to you know repair whatever you lost for that to come back together is amazing and you don't lose what was important to you i think that in my life especially since i lost my mom i lost my direction and i couldn't figure out where i was going and the one solace i've always had is was my writing writing i i never spoke as much as i do now about anything writing has always been my creative outlet that has helped me through my grief helped me to transition from being very quiet to being very outspoken and you know vibrant and even now when i'm sitting at my desk and i have sticky notes everywhere about like referrals and things that I need to follow up on and you know things that I should remember my mind's always going continuously it's always got a different idea in its head about what blog post I should write next and even when I get writer's block in general about anything that I do I can always reflect back on what I've done and it's so important to me that I don't get stuck I can't be stuck I have to go forward in life. Being stuck is not an option. And I know a lot of people sometimes get caught up in roadblocks, not ones that they purposely put in their lives, ones that just appear in their lives because life isn't always what it's cracked up to be. Now, as I said, I give advice and sometimes I wonder why I don't take my own in life where I've learned and the things that my mom taught me growing up to never rely on certain aspects of people and never think that they're going to be you you're never going to find people who are like you you have to learn to adapt to the differences that you have and that somehow creates the bonds that you have with people don't expect you from others it's it just does not exist and while you try to not waver in your life and try to understand you know the circumstances that have surrounded you know this country this world in the last two years it's downright scary and seeing that it's not really like getting all that much better we have to learn to adapt now I don't talk about my stance on anything. Like I said, I don't try to politicize anything in my life. And I don't plan to in the future either. I mean, you have your thoughts, I have my thoughts, and that's it. Nothing that anybody does, especially my friends and people that I surround myself with, will change the relationship I have with you. If you choose to do this, you choose not to do that. That is your business. That's your right as a person. That is not my place. I think that that's something that the world really needs to understand right now. While we create more of a divide 
and I see it every day when I go on social media, which is a scary little place. <laughs> I mean, in order to kind of put myself out there, I have to, you know, go on social media and share things. But at times, I would like to take a break from it because it's the fighting and the, and everything in between that kind of scares me. <sighs> your beliefs are your beliefs. I respect you for it. And I leave it at that. And I don't... I don't sway one way or another, just like with the election and various other things. It's just not my cup of tea. And that's not to say that, you know, I don't have my own generalized idea of things. I just think that, you know, staying on an even keel and, you know, understanding both sides of every argument is so important in life. Because when you take a side, per se, that's when it gets messy. And I don't ever really take sides in things. I just... I'm in between. I've always tried to be that good person. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. But back to my writing. Being able to express myself through my words has been something that I have done since I was a child. And my mother always said to me, you know, dream big and you'll accomplish what you need in life. And while I haven't truly accomplished exactly what I want to, I mean, being a published author is pretty amazing. And wanting to write a book once I get over writer's block and actually have the time. Um, I think that it's that's something that, you know, is a work in progress. As is, you know, me going to school and learning about what exactly, you know, is my true passion. And while I walked away from food, I didn't walk away from nutrition and holistic. Holistic medicine is something that's always been super important to me because that's something that helped me when I was growing up. Um, my mother, again, instilled that in me. She taught me how to grow my own garden from inside our windowsill because we didn't have a backyard that had grass that, you know, we completely owned or anything. She taught me the important things about how food and herbs can become the medicine that you need. And again, this is not taking away from doctors and modern medicine. It's just, you know, I have my alternative way of healing myself as well. I, that doesn't mean I don't take medication for my stomach because, <laughs> let me tell you, without my medication, I probably wouldn't be able to function, especially after my flare-up that I had not too long ago. I'm very thankful for, you know, the advances medicine has made to be able to, you know, help and comfort people who are in a time of crisis or need for medication. Uh, but I also use things that most people, you know, cook with to know soothe the soul so to speak ginger um, turmeric nothing that has like true acid or anything in it because acid is very dangerous to me I think that um, they call people who do that kitchen wishes and well I don't think that that's a you know modern day term that people would agree with I think that the kitchen does heal your soul just as much as words do your heart you put your, your your heart into your food you never make food angry my mom always said to me if you put anger into food it tastes nasty it won't taste good you will not be satisfied you're going to be very angry with yourself i find that that's absolutely true when i used to cook all the time um before i like became you know one of those people who worked at night and just did not have the oomph when she came home to do it anymore i would cook dishes and i was always told by, by friends 
please excuse the screaming outside. Um, I was always told by friends that, you know, the dishes tasted good. Same thing with my baked goods. There's, I love baking cookies, chocolate chips to be exact. And I take pride in how soft and warm and chocolatey they taste. Now, I don't know how, I don't know why, but it's just something that, you know, I take pride in. And when I have it as a snack, it just, to me, it's, it's like coming home. Any recipe that my mom taught me um, that I make from scratch also is like reliving a chapter in my life that was closed off for such a long time because of her passing. And while I try not to talk about her too much, because it hurts, it still hurts a lot. I mean, I'm always going to miss my mom. The relationship I had with her is something that I don't there's probably one other person in this world that kind of compares to that and even then it's like that's something that's once in a lifetime your very best friend your first best friend and when that is taken away from you it's just a void that you can't fill with just a generalized person it has to be a very special person very special circumstances and sometimes there there isn't another person at all there's just that hole in your heart that you try to re-sew every time you get the chance. And anytime a patch falls out, <laughs> you go over it one more time without stitch. And I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't wish anybody to lose a parent, lose somebody who's close to them. But when you lose your mom, that, that's somebody who carried you and that was your bloodline for so long. That was your, your means of survival. She grew you in her belly for nine months. And from the moment she heard your heart to the moment her time, her heart stopped. She lived for you. And I can honestly say that about my mom. And I dedicate 90% of the things that I do to her. The other 10, I kind of try to take for myself because I know she would want me to be proud of the person that I've grown to be. And like I've said, not perfect. And I don't ever intend to be. But I want to be the perfect version of myself. I am often very hard on myself. I have a drive that sometimes burns out. I get very overwhelmed. I do cry. I am a very emotional person. But it takes a lot for me to get really, really upset. And I've tried to, you know, kind of quell the slow burn that I suffer from. (laughs) But it doesn't always work. So that's when I have to, like, really find my my place in this world um meditation and my yoga has definitely you know kept me centered through everything that's gone on in my life through all the ups and downs and ebbs and flows that i've gone through in the past two years and let me tell you it's been pretty rough (laughs) um a lot of the circumstances that i don't talk about um contribute to a lot of the way the reason i am the way i am now and also learning that you are worth so much more than what you give yourself credit for sometimes. I feel like I held myself back for so long because I felt that I was incapable of success. I was incapable of, you know, actually becoming the person that I was supposed to be. And I spent so much time trying to recreate myself through life. Like they say in TikTok, you're gonna meet the same body in many lifetimes until you get it right. And I think that I finally got it right. I do feel sometimes that I've lived before. 
and this is kind of like deja vu um you kind of want to wake up from it and you know you hope that the next chapter in your life is full of blessings and even if it's not it's something that we have to learn to you know rise above because without that um i feel like we get stuck in that you know that compartmentalized box that we put ourselves in where we feel bad where we feel that we're not enough and i don't think any amount of therapy or talking to anybody is going to help that that's something you have to learn on your own you have to learn that you can rise above your own circumstances and become whatever you want to do you can change careers it doesn't matter how old you are you can go back to school get a get a degree you can own your own company you can start your own business and don't ever let anybody tell you that it's not a good idea the people who told me that it wasn't a good idea to do what I was doing or the ones who discredit what I do currently because it's not fancy enough <laughs> well you know what it may not be fancy enough for you but for the following that I do have and for the people who have supported me from day 1 I think that what I'm doing is something great and I wouldn't be recognized for what I've done if it wasn't important. I think mental health is probably one of the most important subjects out there. Something that's always overlooked or swept under the rug because it's not the in thing. It's very taboo to talk about. And that's something that I've never allowed myself to, you know, be touched upon. Um I've always been very outspoken about it, my own struggles included, and I always will be. I'm very transparent about the things that I've been through. um good bad and different i will always be that way because that's who i am um i don't believe in hiding behind any kind of veil to you know protect myself or kind of come off as the perfect person like i've said there's no such thing as a perfect person there's the imperfect person that you accept yourself to be and you you build upon that to become who and what you need to be and with all the things that have gone on in my life in the last 8 to 9 years i've learned a lot about myself um i've learned that you are okay and sometimes in life you have to do things alone you can't rely upon the people that are part of your life to always be there to catch your fall sometimes you need to catch yourself and that includes your loved ones, your spouses, your your kids, your 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 parents. You need to be able to catch yourself. And sometimes the journey that you have has to be alone. And while that's scary, it is very scary. Um my self-healing journey especially has been something that I've tried to do predominantly by myself because I don't need the influences of the outside to, you know, kind of, you know, quell into my thoughts. I don't think it's appropriate. I think it's something that you have to really like do yourself. You have to be able to take control of the the demons that are inside. And while I don't feel like they're like completely demons, I feel like they're like like I mentioned, little robots and little, you know, construction sites that, you know, help create what you need to be. what you strive to be long term not just short term because changing short term doesn't always work let me tell you as many times as i've reinvented my life i have to say that 
know, the current version of me is probably the best version I've been of myself. I don't... I don't hate who I look like in the mirror. When I look in the mirror, I actually can smile back at it. When I am done on riding the pel- my, on my bike to the Peloton app, I feel great. When I walk or I run, I can smile at the end of that. I don't feel like a stranger inside of myself anymore. And that's something that I felt like for a really long time. I didn't feel like I was myself. I felt like I was a shadow of who I wanted to be. Not the authentic version of Tori. Not the version that everybody sees. Yes, I smile. I'm happy. I'm upbeat. I'm positive when no one else wants to be. And I feel like sometimes that was kind of annoying to people. And I apologize if it was. But I want to bring the light where there's darkness. And in some cases, excuse me, there was a lot of darkness. And I feel like even if I brought just even a little bit of happiness to your life, that was cool. And I'm grateful for every friend that I've ever made at my workplace, at the hospital, especially. Um, that taught me a lot about myself. That taught me to, you know, step out of the comfort zone. And it helped prepare me for working in an office, a doctor's office. Uh, without those experiences, I don't think that I would be half of the person I am today. And I wouldn't be the worker or have the work ethic that I honed way back when, when I was a kid. And then again at Subway. I have learned to never burn bridges because you never know in life who you might need again. It's never, I just, it's like I said to them, it's not goodbye, it's farewell. You'll see me again. Um, you never know the circumstances in which you'll run into them. And you don't know when that big moment for you may happen. Now, I'm never really sure of when that will happen for me. And if it doesn't, anytime soon, I'm going to keep doing this because it makes me happy. It brings me joy. It's my version of Marie Kondo. <laughs> um, it's about joy. <laughs> um, but I feel like without doing this, I couldn't get the feelings that I have inside of me that I sometimes would walk away um, in my mind. I feel like talking to you is like talking to a friend. And I hope that you feel the same way when you hear me speak, that you kind of resonate with what I'm saying. And one day it will resonate with the right person. And that will be the moment that changes my life. Until then, I am, you know, nine to five Tory. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. And... I'm thankful for that because it's, it's humbled me. This whole experience has humbled me truly. And it's taught me that don't ever give up. Don't ever give up on your dreams. Don't ever give up on the person that you want to be. Um, I hope in the future, a year from now, when I've graduated and I kind of, you know, get my footing in my career my other career besides you know being a blogger and podcast host and medical (laughs) medical worker quote-unquote um I hope to 
really make a difference in people's lives and make them understand that there's so much more to what meets the eye. What you see on the surface isn't always what reality is. Reality is a cornucopia of life. There's always a different dimension and, you know, there are hidden compartments in life and, you know, life takes you by surprise when you least expect it. And while it still does for me, and there's still moments that I haven't truly lived, I know joy. I know love. I know pain. I know absolute devastation. I know euphoria. I've grieved. I've become reborn more than once. So I know what it is to live life to the fullest and to be in the depths of despair. And to know that all of those things combined is what created this. What creates me on a daily basis. What helps drive me to be to be Tori. Not just Tori 37. Torian. Torian Rashida. <laughs> um, and a whole bunch of other things to people. Uh, it's what makes me a good daughter. It makes me a good friend. It makes me a good wife. It makes me a good worker. I just hope that in the future when I leave behind a legacy that people look back on you know the things that I did and they know that I did it for a reason I did it to inspire I just didn't do it just for me none of this has been for me um, maybe in the beginning when I didn't really understand like where I was taking this before I started the blog that goes with this um, maybe Maybe it was to help me. But now it's to reach each and every person that needs that extra helping hand, that needs that friend, that confidant, that secret keeper, that best friend, a sister. I want to be that person for you. As always, take care.